milk alternative. <laughs> Could we start again? We are going to go through a couple different ones. Why don't we start off with a couple of a couple of good facts? Sixty-eight percent, fifty-two percent. Uh, it almost curdled. Didn't really get to taste Ethiopian damu. Soy, soy milk. Yep. An almond substitute. Oat milk. Invisible to the coffee. Yeah. I bought the decaf, but you said, nah, let's use, let's use the other one. Heavy warm butter. Welcome to Bean Stuff. Today on the episode, we are talking about milk alternative. Ooh. Substitutes, is it? <laughs> e- either way. <laughs> either word, substitutes, alternatives. Either way, it's not milk, but you're using it in place of said milk. <laughs> Could we start again? That's really funny. I just told you substitutes. <laughs> to be fair to everybody listening, we did talk about this right before we started. <laughs> And uh, I have failed to remember that. <laughs> we are going to go through a couple different ones. And what we're going to do is we are going to talk Reinvent. a little bit about it. We're going to go through three. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk a little bit about it. We're going to go through uh, each one. And as we're going through each one, we'll kind of walk through it, mm-hmm. taste it with coffee, and then go through the next one, yeah. talk about it, and then taste it with coffee. It's, Give kind of our opinion. Yeah, I think it's good. And it's it's a big thing out there. I mean, yeah. in my day, it was you hit black. And then there was a lot of, when I came to America, there was um, half and half, which always confused. I thought it was half cream and half milk, but yeah. it was something different, whatever. Well, no, no. I thought it was half and half in terms of it was less, it was like a, a, a fat-free milk. It was only half of the whole milk. Oh. I went badly wrong. It's very much more fatty. Mm-hmm. But, so I think it'll be good because you are right. There are a lot of people doing milk alternatives mm-hmm. for health reasons or just for the sake of doing it. Yeah. Um, and there's some some pretty well-known one, known ones out there. So why don't we start off with a couple of, a couple of good facts. Facts. A couple of facts. Well, I know I looked it up and uh, 68% of people who drink coffee mm. will add creamer, half and half milk or a non-dairy alternative uh, to their coffee. It's yeah. just that it's quite big. So over half. Yeah. And I also found out actually of, of that, that group, mm-hmm. the National Coffee Association found that um, – Fifth, you know, who prefer to have white coffee, to whiten their coffee? They um, they like 50, to add milk. Yes, it's clear. Fifty two percent prefer creamer. Uh huh. Twenty one percent use half and half. Okay. Nineteen percent use whole milk, mm. and eight percent prefer a non dairy milk alternative. And just to give a quick baseline. Um, well, as, as, as baseline as we can in this episode, which do you add to your coffee? If you're going to add something to my black coffee, I will add nothing. In well, fact, no, but if you were to add, <laughs> the question was not, what do you add? <laughs> oh, or if you were to add, if I were what to would add, it be? If, if I were to add, I'd probably, um, add whole milk. Yeah. You know, the, the fattest, fattiest one I could probably 4%. find. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I I would do the same. I would also do I would do whole milk, especially yes. in a French press or even in like a, a, a you know like a, an espresso or something. And that's I think another piece of it is where you get a lot of milk at like uh, mm. milk alternatives is in your espressos and those kind of things. That's where the changes yeah. for me. Yeah, you yeah. can do it in obviously any coffee, but m- more you're going to find it with coffees that require milk. That's right. Um, you can start with the latte that has just a humongous amount of milk. Right. Bring it all the way to a flat white, then you can get really exciting and do a cortada, and you, you still, you're it's getting less and less at that point. Exactly. Exactly. So I guess one thing I want to kind of go through real quick is. Let's go through, and there's a photo, so if anyone's watching the video, we'll put 
I'll okay. put that photo up there if we can muster up the ability to do so. I'm but sure for you those, can. Uh, but for those who are not watching, so those who are listening, let's walk through from from kind of a rich and creamy to mm-hmm. thin and watery. So I think of it as like you know four percent or whole milk to to skim milk. Mm-hmm. What's the, what is as far as some of the common alternatives to milk? What does that scale look like? Yeah, I mean, I, I one side I looked at ten different ones on this photo. I think we've just got eight. Um, yeah. But you're really you're talking about starting if you went one extreme, and they all have the advantages and disadvantages. It's not like one's better than the other as such. But mm. the rich and creamy you're talking about, you're talking about oat is probably one of the more rich and creamy ones out there. So oats on the rich, the the rich and thick creamy side. Yep. And you move. Do you want me to go through them all? Or you yeah, got, I guess go from thickest to thinnest. Yeah. And the ones I've got on here, uh, then the soya comes after that. And really quickly, right as you say that soya, we had this debate as well right before we started. But I, I did Google it. In the States, we say soy, mm-hmm. but it is a soya bean. That's interesting. That, the, that it comes and from. it's interesting when I was doing my research, when mm. I cut and paste, it always cut and paste soya milk. So it's there like, it was interesting. I don't, yeah. On this diagram, it says soya. Yeah. Um, then you move to coconut, cashew, mm-hmm. almond, hemp. And then rice, which yeah. would be the, the the thinnest and most watery. So we've got oat on the thick side, the thickest, rice mm. on the thinnest, and kind of cashew in the middle with almond just a little bit thinner than cashew. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. Um, so those are, those are the ones we're going to go through. Uh, well, sorry. No, we're not going to go through all those. Like we said earlier, we only have the three. So, But the ones we're going to taste test today are going to be soy. Uh, <laughs> you can say it either way. Soy, right? <laughs> soy uh, almond milk, and then we do have two types of oat milk. Oat, yep, yep. So in the podcast world, it may have only been a split second, but in the real world where we were making this podcast, we went and made uh, a type of coffee. We mm-hmm. made some coffee. Yeah, well, I decided I, I made some uh, Ethiopian damu, which I'm really enjoying at the moment. Oh, mate. It doesn't really matter. It's funny you should say, I was one of the workers here, I was showing them the difference between damu and uh, the Sumatra there. Yeah. There's another whole podcast. I think we did wet held. I think we we did at one point, but uh, just yeah, tell me what you one. see. The difference is just right. amazing. But this is what we're going to be drinking today. Yeah, and, and so uh, we made that in a French press. Yeah, we poured probably about a half a cup into each of our cups, mm-hmm. and then we used a tablespoon of oh, uh, this one was soy, soy milk. Yeah. One thing that we noticed immediately. Um, we poured it in, stirred it, and it almost looks like in the cup. And this is going to sound terrible. So for those of you who like soy milk. Uh, it almost curdled. It did, didn't it? Yeah. Um, so we haven't we haven't tasted this yet. So this is just straight coffee with just a tablespoon of soy milk. So about a half cup of coffee mm-hmm. and a tablespoon of soy milk. So let's um, let's dig in. Try it. I think what I want to first say, yes, is let's go through a couple of the points that you looked at earlier today. Mm-hmm. Um, there were some positives, some minuses that you were seeing online and just mm-hmm. in in what people were saying. One positive was it was easy to use. Mm-hmm. I think most of these are probably pretty easy to use. And a lot, of, a lot of these are probably best for baristas too, who are using it a lot as a milk and true. Th- are frothing that milk. So that's true. So this one would be easy in in, in kind of a multitude mm-hmm. of yeah. uh, scenarios. It's it's and you said yeah, good for baristas, but it's good for starting up baristas. It's it's not challenging and that or not extremely mm-hmm. uh, additionally challenging. Um, one of the minuses was there's potentially a lot of food additives. Now, obviously, that's going to be different based on brand. It's plus and minus. It's not some that has some notes. So it depends. Right, right. And then the uh, the art. You, this one was interesting. Taste quite artificial and can be overpowering. Yes, and the first taste I had, and I mm. had to have a second taste because I'd just been talking about our Ethiopian damu, and guess what? 
I didn't really get to taste the Ethiopian Damu when I tasted their coffee. I tasted something just and I, the artificial mm. part. I think it did. It just seemed clinical or something. It wasn't as normal as I was. Uh, it's got a smoothness to it. Yeah, yeah. You can definitely taste there's something in there that's not milk. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, I would say that for me the curdling is a little bit interesting. I set my cup down after drinking it, and kind of like you could see stuff kind of coming up from the you bottom. Can see it on the thing, but yeah, it's yeah. it's it, it's a that would put me off. It does put me off a little bit of just the looking and the go. Ugh. Yeah, no, I don't. No, Some just... may say, "Well, don't have it when it's so hot or something." There may be ways to put it in. I don't know, but uh, the way we just did it, it it it, it doesn't look good, and I taste no, it doesn't grab me. For some people, it might work, but for me, I'm going to say it's it's not my favorite so far. Not so far. May, um, we may find it's a really good one after we do the other ones. To be fair, it is also my favorite so far because it's the only one we've done. Exactly. But uh, to be determined if it will still be our favorite after the rest. That's true. That's so true. Uh, on to the next one. Okay. Milk Alternative 2. So again, in the podcasting world, it would have been instant. Mm-hmm. But in the real world, we went and made another coffee. Um, with another conversation. With another conversation. <laughs> so, Dad, what are we putting in this one? This one's uh, an almond substitute. And mm-hmm. so the last one was the uh, soya. This is the almond one. They say this is really good for arte, um, for latte art, I should say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> arte latte. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, good for that. it's good for that too. Yeah. Um, yeah. You've got to watch the temperature, they say. Mm-hmm. But we were surprised the last one how it sort of curdled so quickly. It's like separated and split. It's like, wow, that's, that's not good. Yeah. This one, we put it in. Uh, we're using exactly the same coffee, the same Ethiopian Damu coffee again. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, it looks good. Nothing's strange. Nothing curdled. It was a consistent yeah. look. Yeah, looked good. It, it, I think one of the things it was saying online, it was like too much sweetness sometimes. Some said that, yes. Um, and therefore almost like putting too much sugar in or something. It doesn't really complement the coffee. It just sort of overtakes the coffee. Mm. I don't know. We're going to find out. Yeah, well, I think it's time to sip then. Oh, good. I don't want to be impulsive, but I quite like that. So do I. Way better than that last one. It almost is invisible to the coffee. Yeah. At least, again, different coffees might have different things. It may it may be that that almond milk complements the already, like the, the flavor profile of that coffee. Exactly. But so far, the texture is even better. Oh, yes. From the, yeah. And, and the whole be, lack of curdling is good. I like the lack of curdling. And for, for me, is good. I can taste... The Ethiopian Damu, I can taste yeah. that. It's it's not disappeared on me. Right. So the whole thing of um, too sweet, I don't know if it is. I think it's got a little sweetness. I There's think a this light, coffee slight is naturally there. has a nice brightness to mm-hmm. it, which could kind of maybe like yeah. merge with that. But definitely, you know, I said the last one was my favorite only because it, it was, was the only one we, we tried at the time. You've got a new favorite? I've got a new favorite and a new least favorite. Another interesting thing, mm. the first one I drank one sip or two sips to be trying to be, you know, good. Yeah. And that's all I did. This one, as you are, we're mm. into our fourth and fifth sip already. I know I've got to stop because we have another one to go and it's it's late at night as we record this. That's right. And I bought the decaf, but you said, nah, let's use, let's use the other one. So we're back with some fresh coffee, some, some, some fresh milk alternatives, mm. and we are doing oat milk this time. That's right. That's um, right. You noticed something. 
similar to the soy milk is that it's kind of it, trying to curdle. It almost. did try, not as much as um, the first one did, but this. And one when we is, say curdle, it's not like chunks. It's just no, it's a just little separating bit. in some way. It's not not. It's like fusing together. Not quite the same. So this might be a bad example, but like oil, like olive oil in water. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, you just never quite get it to fully mix. When you do just normal cow's milk, you don't usually get that at all. It's it's it goes in. You notice if it's lighter or right. it's, it's thinner, I should say, or or creamier. We did notice when we put this in, it definitely seemed to have a more creamy, very thick kind yeah, of look yeah. to it. As it. Just by itself, it looked creamy and thicker. Yeah. Yeah. So let's give it a let's give the old test here. Uh, th- this might sound weird, but this is what I feel. What do you feel, Reed? It immediately as you sip it, it's like a it's like a big ball of of heavy warm butter, oat milk on the mid part it's of your got tongue. a lot of viscosity it's it's it's, body. it's quite viscous quite viscous um, <laughs> but as you swallow it there's almost a what like it's almost like the coffee in your mouth travels as a one unit mm-hmm. and it almost leaves a like a thinness after the coffee's gone mm-hmm. that i didn't get like it doesn't coat my mouth i guess is what i'm trying to say as as much as i felt like the other ones did no i agree and it's not leaving me with as much flavor of the Ethiopian damu. It's like after you swallow, it's just all gone. Yeah. Whereas the almond, I was left with a coffee note. I would say, though, that I'm not getting... It, it's almost like it hasn't, it, in, at least with this flavor profile, it doesn't seem to have added too much of its own flavor. No, I agree. It's It hasn't added its own, but it, it's taken away a little bit from the coffee flavor. I would say it's affected the coffee for yeah, sure, yeah. but it's it hasn't... It hasn't like introduced something new. When you're looking online and stuff, what what kind of stuff were you finding about oat milk? Oat milk it was the most popular for a start. Um, and again, I'm thinking more of baristas. And when I was talking to my st- the staff, they mm. they they had a high um, opinion of this uh, oat milk, and they particularly like oatly, which we're going to try in a moment. Yeah, uh, they did say it had a a certain taste to it, but they really liked that taste. Interesting. Which is interesting for me too, is in terms of I'm I'm not looking to like another taste. I, I've I've cupped I've we've bought coffee from Ethiopia. Mm-hmm. That's the cup I've tasted with no milk, no alternatives at all. Right. That's what I want to taste. Mm-hmm. So to say it tastes nice but different, I'm going, Oh, just a moment. I, right. I want it to taste the same. Yeah, it's interesting. It it is I feel like it, it's almost like a cleanser. Like I, I really don't get a lot of coffee aftertaste, and maybe I maybe I'm. Yeah, just, I agree. It, it, I like that when you said the aftertaste, it's almost like hot water. That's where it's very thick and heavy, and mm-hmm. then as you swallow, it's like hot water yeah. left in your mouth. I've noticed. I'm looking. It's, it, it's actually come together again. It's not. It's not curdled or separated. My one hasn't anyway. It, it, you can kind of see a little bit, but it's definitely as far as like in between almond and soy. It's kind of a middle ground. It's mm-hmm. not completely yeah. Yeah. mixed in, but mm-hmm. it has. Yeah, it has not curdled quite the same way. And I think I'd agree with you. I think within popular culture, I, I feel like there's a a good stigma, if that's a thing, mm-hmm. uh, around mm-hmm. oat milk, like especially oatly, mm-hmm. um, things like that. And not yes. to not to say that they're not good, but mm-hmm. it just, I feel like there's a, there's a culture around that that says that for coffee, mm-hmm. oat milk is kind of the way to go. Yes. And I think if I had to at the moment, I would say almond milk for me mm-hmm. was good. And again... This could change based on the coffee you have. And I was thinking something else in that too is we should really do this with milk only. Yeah, more maybe four, you know, four percent, three percent, two percent. You know, you know, we could 
it'd be interesting how we taste mm. it then as well. I don't think the taste is going to change so much as the viscosity of the body of the coffee is going to change. Yeah, I think the taste might change a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that 4% fat, I think it adds to me a nice dimension to it. And one thing, so we're going to try Oatly next. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we had, uh, was it Simply? Uh, yes. Simply Organic? Fred Meyer. Yes, I think so, yeah. Yeah, we'll the, put all the yeah. all the descriptions and stuff. In I there. tried to get just the basic ones that you just get out of the freezer. There was no, I, there was none no. of them are in the freezer, but <laughs> all you. of them are in the refrigerator, refrigerator section. And I tried not to get the 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 the, the vanilla ones and right. the, all the flavored ones. I, so it's all unsweetened. It's yeah. all yeah, trying to be as basic and, as and we can. We'll, we'll put descriptions to all of them so you know exactly which ones that we were that we tried or they the ones that we tried were. Um, but the next one we're going to try is going to be Oatly. And we are back with a third and final one. And by back, I mean, we just went and made another cup of coffee. Um, so we're back now with Oatly, which is a, which is like the, that's a, a brand of oat milk. Exactly. And the reason that we have two oat milks today is this one is a specific one for baristas. I actually got on the table. Oh, what yeah. is it called, Dan? Oh, yeah. It's just Oatly and uh, it says Oat Milk Barista Edition. And uh, particularly made, it's got no dairy, no nuts, no gluten like the other ones in some ways. So not they all have that, but uh, it's probably got oats. Yeah, I would think so. In fact, when I, I we're going to perhaps taste some of this just straight out too, just to, so we can get the difference. Mm. It, it reminded me of my morning porridge, mm. my morning oatmeal. Yeah, yeah. I would say it, it does seem like it's curdled less. Yeah, I don't agree with you. Yeah, didn't even look at it. Yeah, didn't start doing it. So let's give this one a little sip. I think the best way to describe it for me, and I still I still fall back to the warm ball of butter and you swallow. It's almost like after you swallow, you salivate. <laughs> and so you get kind of this like, like water-like consistency in your mouth. I know that's such a petty thing, but. I, no, I know what you're saying. It, it doesn't actually, funny enough, it's got a nice body to it. I agree with that. It's got a creaminess to it. it yeah. Not as much, funny enough, and I thought this would have more being mm. a barista edition. Um, is the oat milk we just had the the simple truth? I think it was called that. That was that make. Simple, yeah. But um, I agree. It's and that that aftertaste is very, very. It's got a little bit of oat to it, obviously, and it's got a little bit of. And it's very watery though. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm not tasting strongly the um, Ethiopia the the damu. I would say I think this this one the oatly and potentially the almond milk for me are kind of on a sim- a similar level. Like so, you've just taken a second sip. That's correct. And I, I think, I, I can't remember I now, agree with you. I, I've taken a couple, and I think it's, I'm not deterred by No, it. no, no. The, which ones are we were deterred by? Was that the, was the soy one. The soy we got. I think for me, the biggest thing in the soy was the curdling. Yeah, but then it didn't taste good either. Something, something yeah. changed. I know it wasn't taste good, but it just changed things. Right. right. Whereas this one, I like the consistency of it. I do like that. And I'm sure if I was having coffee, I would start to differentiate different coffees I'm having. Yeah. I could see see this. I could see this could work. Yeah, this could find its way into your fridge. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Bean Stuff Coffee Podcast. Uh, let us know if there's anything you want to hear about, and we'd be happy to to consider it. All right, hey, thank you so much for listening. We'll we'll see you again in the next episode. Bye.